Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff as your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Welcome to Allstate, where we bring it all together. And bundling your home and auto is good, right? And it saves you up to 25%. It all comes together. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Bundled savings discounts will vary by state. Saving up to 25% is a countrywide average of savings off the home policy. Combining the multiple policy discounts for having auto insurance with Allstate and the welcome discount savings at enrollment. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. It seems to me, and I have no way of knowing this for sure, that some part of Aaron Rodgers wants or needs attention. Like, why do you publicly talk about, I don't know if I'm going to stay, I predicted whatever was worked out, it would be a situation where Rodgers could get out at the end of every year, because I think he wants everyone in that same position next year. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is hour number three at ESPN Radio Noah. It's the way to chime in via social media. If you'd like to chime in with the telephone, 800-998-1003. oh guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. Hump day! I know you can hear me. Let's just scoop it. Today's more that what that Campbell Wednesday update is. Hey, is Shock G the Digital Underground? Caleb the Campbell, Sean Payton, former head coach of your New Orleans Saints, kind of caused a bit of a kerfuffle last week. Is there a classic of New Orleans? Well, you know, if the Saints are grabbing first round picks like that, it's to move up for a quarterback. Stop it, Sean. Go away. Go away. Words of wisdom. I don't see it. I don't see it, but I'll have an extra headset tomorrow if you'd like to chime in. Come on over. Francesca's Deli by Katie's on Harrison. Depends what exit you take. You come up West End, take a right on Harrison, we'll be on your left. You come up Canal Boulevard, take a left on Harrison, we'll be on your right. You can't miss us. We'll be in there. I'm going to pick the back table just because it's the furthest away from all the St. Louis Cardinals jerseys that are in there. If you can tolerate that, if you're a Cub fan, it is what it is. I promise the food's good. Meet Miss Lauren. And also Scott. You'll be there. Probably in a St. Louis Cardinal style. I may wear 
I may wear a cup shirt tomorrow. I don't know if that's probably good for business, but you never know. Um, but no, we're going to be there. And the other family of restaurants by Katie's here as we kick off the Thursday's crew of Katie's. Super excited about it. Katie's in Mid-City and in Bienvenue on Dickery over here in Harahan. And Francesca's. It'll be at one of those three spots. We'll give you plenty of heads up and notice as to where we will be on Thursdays. And I promise you'll enjoy that. I, I did the wrong thing yesterday morning. I'm on the gym doing the cardio machine and I'm on the elliptical. I'm like, you know, looking at all the different websites, getting familiar with the menu so I can chat about them a bit. And dude, the one here in Harahan, I mean, some of the food. Oh, seriously. Scott's going to put on some weight on me. It's not good. It's not good. Just letting you know that. Not that the food's not good. I'm just saying, going to have to be in moderation. Because, you know, I have to taste everything, right? I mean, for me to be able to tell you if it's good or not. But, um, I don't know. There was, like, one, like, grilled ham piled high. I mean, some of the sandwiches you're you're doing, Scott. I mean, goodness. Um, Give us a buzz. 800-998-1003. Oh, on the boudin balls, by the way, over there on Dickery. Might have to get a order or two of those. Wait, when are we doing that one? <laughs> it's terrible. I'm just, that was just the last one I looked. I promise. Tomorrow you're going to love it. Uh, I will get a pizza. I'm just telling you now, Scott. My problem is I kind of like one thing, and it's hard for me to not get the same thing when I come back. And I'm a pizza dude, so I've got to try the pizzas first. But stop by tomorrow. Sean Fazan, Larry Holder, um, also, we will go to Atlanta, Carlos Medina. What is the Falcons game plan for the draft? Chris McLean. What is the Panther game plan? Leo, what is the Buccaneer game plan? So it'll be a focus, obviously, the NFL draft, but we will also focus on game six because last night, well, you know, the Suns won game five. You heard from head coach Willie Green already. Kind of touch on the fact that they didn't care for the start as to what happened, and then, you know, you had this guy go 31 points, Mikhail Bridges. Now Johnson drives, bump to the baseline, kick it to Bridges. This is a dagger. Yep, yeah. right leg. That's yeah. an absolute dagger. Yeah, yeah Ty Graffanini and John DeShazer right here on the Pelicans Radio Network. Pels fought hard, though, man. They were going back and forth. And, look, I, I don't know if you can get a bigger following or get a bigger <sighs> – I don't know. I don't know what else you can do. This dude's already like I love the guy, right? Who doesn't want to be Jose Alvarado? He literally is one of the reasons this team was even in the game. I legitimately, defensively, offensively. Call him, get it back to Valanciunas. Whip it out right corner, Jose for the three. Nothing but net, Jose Alvarado. Cojones is what that is. Yeah, that's. You know what, JD? You've come up with some sayings. That, that, that's one of your better ones because it is absolutely accurate, right? Bill Rafferty with the onions. Go cojones, onions. You know what? Maybe in these parts, Scott, you like this. What about we call them boudin balls? What do you think of that, huh? Look, here's the thing. That dude's got him. Whatever it is that you want to call him and however it is you want to call him because he just, he has no fear. Got another eight second violation on Chris Paul that all of that Willie Green after the game on it. Yeah, Jose's incredible. Um, he's he's a fantastic defensive player. Uh, he's a fantastic player just in general, and he just climbs into guys and he makes it tough on them. Um, I think he's doing a, a pretty decent job on Chris. Uh, he's guarding him full court. He's 
gotten a couple eight-second violations and some steals coming up behind getting that steal. Um, he's doing incredible, an incredible job. You know, just unfortunately, we we fell short tonight. All right, so I Willie Green had this to say here as well when it comes to Chris Paul. I think it was to pre- preserve Chris some, not have him dribble the ball up the floor where we're, our guys are pressuring him. Um, all night long, uh, and it, it can wear him down. So I think they're trying to get him off the ball some and then get him to catch the ball in a half court now. He can operate from there. Um, but once again, this is a team that came out. They played desperate. Um, they competed. They played hard. It was a physical game to start. We didn't respond in the first quarter. Um, after that, we settled into the game, but we can't dig ourselves in a hole against a, a really good team. No doubt, and you know Phoenix is going to try to come out and try to take the crowd out of it, do all kinds of different things of that nature. But look, he, he mentioned about Chris Paul, and that was a small little adjustment that Monty Williams did. He also used a lot more of his bench yesterday. And I do think it's a storyline. No one nationally is picking up on it. It's the kick to Alvarado's unmentionables. Chris Paul absolutely kicks him in the you-know-where on a shot attempt. And as Daniel Salerson last hour brought up, the NBA a day later did assess a technical foul to Herb Jones, a flagrant, for the hit on Chris Paul back in game four, the retaliation after he got hit. Remember, we were were kind of giving him credit for doing that, even though the official didn't call it, let it see. Well, the NBA the day later went, we're going to assess this to you. Chris has been teed up a couple of times. If, if that's assessed a flagrant, remember Draymond Green got suspended for the, you know, foot flying high on a shot. I'll leave it up to you to think or decide if it was intentional or not. My opinion, Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer. Chris Paul is a pro He's a Hall of Fame athlete at stopping and starting and moving his body and doing all kinds of things to create shots, create contact. You've seen him until they made it illegal now to do stop short. He start, he was one of the guys that started that stuff. Dribble and stop and you run into his back. It's a foul. That guy knows how to do that. There is absolutely no way because I can't ever remember seeing. Chris Paul being so off balance on a jumper where literally one of his legs is flailing in the air that happens to just extend into the middle part of the shorts of Jose Alvarado. So I absolutely think it was intentional. I think he's frustrated by him. My take. The videos are out there. Just literally type in Chris Paul kick or Alvarado. I just it, It's all in there. 800-998-1003. Dennis, thank you for calling the sports hangover. How are you? Hey, what's up, Gus? What's up, bud? Hey, I got a I got a nickname recommendation for uh Mr. Jose. Okay. Like the G Cat, you know, G Cat? What sure. about the G Nat? How are you spelling that? Yeah. G N A T the G Nat, because he aggravates the hell out of everybody. No, I called him the human nat a while back, dude, so I'm I'm down oh, with that. He? he is. Okay. He's a nat. No, I mean he is. He because they just they just you know agitate you. Does that make sense? They right. just agitate you. Absolutely. Well, you beat me to the punch. Did, no, but Dennis, did you see that play that I'm referring to with Chris? Yes, absolutely. Do you think it was intentional? 
it was intentional. It's hard not to see it that way, right? Right, right. Yep. I just, I'm, I'm just really very fun. curious if today, if the league will, you know, do that. Wow, Roy, uh, Miami super fan. He just said he could be Patrick Beverly 2.0, Alvarado. <laughs> I think we're going to be found at home, and uh, we'll play a game seven. So. All right, Dennis. All right, G. Thank you, man. Take care, man. appreciate it. The Human Knights, Jose Alvarado. Uh, C.J. McCollum, on something else that Monty Williams did, you saw him use a lot more size yesterday. Um, I don't necessarily think the bigs were the problem. I think McHale having 30 is a problem. Um, uh, pick and roll defense, you know, tightening up some of the communication on the backside with some back doors, uh, transition, the turnovers. I think we led to 15 or 16, 13 to 15 points in the first half, and then they had some more in the second half. So I think those are some of the issues. Yeah, the other thing too to think uh, to think about is some of the other adjustments as they sort of did on defense, as you just heard Willie Green mention on the offensive side. They don't want Chris Paul having to dribble the length of the court with somebody hounding him, so they've changed that. What else did they do, perhaps on the defensive side here, CJ? Not that they were active. Um, they showed they show bodies, you know, random traps, things of that nature on step ups, good rotations, and then uh, just trying to force us into contested shots. You know, once again, the other thing too I saw from Pell's fans, and you feel it, and you're watching, it, and yeah, it was at the wrong time, missing free throws in crucial points. When you look at the box score. The Pelicans, once again, shot more free throws than the Suns. They remember John yesterday called the show, and he's like, look, that's what they do. They're the second team that shoots free throws in the league and all that stuff. Suns, 16 of 20. Pelicans, 28 of 35. It was the timing. They only missed that. I mean, they didn't miss many, but it's when they missed them. You can't miss the technicals. B.I. Missed those technicals, and he talked about it after the game. It's just... Those are killer at the exact time. Yeah, and I missed a bunch of free throws. And collectively, we missed we missed some free throws. Um, but it's, it's always encouraging. You know, um, really, really good players. Um, always motivated at, at this time. And um, just got to continue to fight. We got um, we got them back at home. And um, we just continue to push the needle and be even better on the offense and defensive end. 7 of 11 from the free throw line. The, the, the stat, though, that just stands out horribly in the box score is 5. Under the column, T.O. Turnovers. You heard B.I. talk about it a little bit ago in the first quarter. He had 4. Team had 6. Kills you. They're only down 12 at the end of 1, but again, you're uphill battling. You lost the second quarter 27-26. You won the third quarter 32-30. You lost the fourth quarter 23-19. That's the encouraging part of this. The Pelicans didn't play anywhere near as good as they have played in the first four games. Even the two games that they lost, they looked better. Um, Again, Valanchunas finished with 17. But, dude, I don't have the the breakdown here at the first half and halftime. But, oh, man, we need to have like four or five or six in the first half. Point is, a lot of that came in the second half. That needs to happen first quarter. Gotta establish Jonas, man. And, you know, and again with CJ, one of eight from three. Those are threes we've seen him make since he's become a Pelican. I, I don't know, is the defensive pressure that they're giving him? Is he tired? Is he using a lot of energy on the defensive side? But, man, one of eight, and I said this earlier, why I'm encouraged. 
say finishes of those eight, four of eight, three of three extra threes, or even two. Bi instead of one of five, three for five. It's two more. If he hits two more, that's six. If McCullum hits two more, six. That's twelve right there. If they each have maybe three, I mean, you can get you know. 15 additional points and, and it could kind of really get going. So, again, they're not going to be the team that knocks down 17 threes and does all that. That's just not who they are. It's just a matter of can they get enough at the right time to do so. I like their chances tomorrow. Not because I'm a homer. I'm just I'm looking at reasons because. Because they did not play nearly as well as they're capable of. And they had three starters in double digits. Jackson Hayes. Might be able to come up with some positive minutes here that, you know, can contribute on the offensive end. He did finish with eight and 16 minutes. It just felt like it wasn't enough. That was a very sporadic eight, you know, when you look at it. If you didn't watch the game, you're going, huh, 16 minutes, eight points. It seems efficient. I got to have an impact, if that makes sense. And I've talked about this before. An impact can be on a, a, a player's 5-0 run, a three, and then a drop to the basket like we've seen in the past. Might only finish with five, but it's when it happens. And that was kind of the thing with the Suns yesterday. It's when some of those shots went down. Pain, you know, bridges on that one that you heard the graph say dagger. It was at the right, it was at the right time for them, wrong time for the Pels. Just could not get over that hump. 800-998-1003 if you'd like to chime in. Have another free segment. Bottom of the hour, Sean Fox will join us. It's the Sports Hangover on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Attention past and present industrial plant workers in Louisiana. If you were pregnant while working in a petrochemical plant, a refinery, or other industrial plant, your children may be entitled to compensation. Birth defects have been linked to toxic chemicals and solvents used in the petrochemical and other industrial plants located between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. So if you were working in an industrial plant where toxic chemicals and solvents were present and your child was born with a brain or spinal cord disorder, skeletal, organ, or limb deformities, a heart condition, cerebral palsy, genetic damage, or other problems, they could be entitled to compensation. Call the law firm of Philip C. Hoffman at 1-833-99-TOXIC. If you are a current or former petrochemical or other plant worker and your child is suffering from birth defects, call 1-833-998-6942 today. Contact the law firm of Philip C. Hoffman to evaluate whether your child is entitled to compensation. Call 1-833-99-TOXIC now. Responsible attorney, Philip C. Hoffman, New Orleans, Louisiana. Family 2212725. Spring is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa, we're ready with truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily, plus fantastic deals like the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra or the fuel-efficient class-leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope. Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road Homa. RTC, Etel, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, Etel, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. 
Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. say you do here sports sports all day long hello sports fans now back to the sports hangover with gus kattengal 800-998-1003 if you like to chime into the conversation you can also of course we'll say buzz and you can tweet us at espn radio nola as well as we'll get ready don't forget tomorrow is a 6 30 tip time 5 30 pregame show we'll be right outside the arena you walk on in. If you're coming in from Garage 5, the Claiborne side will be on your right. You can't miss us. We'll be next to the grill that had a propane tank. It looked like it caught on fire last week. But Jordan, Jordan stepped up. He sat to my right. He was going to take the, you know, the brunt of whatever explosion took place. You know, <laughs> tomorrow if it's sunny, we'll, we'll be standing. You can't miss us. He'll be standing over us like, like a, like a good caddy. He'll have a sun, you know, have an umbrella. Over us in the sun, and I'm kidding. He's going to be sitting next to us. But feel free to stop by, say hi, or you know, give a yell, shout out. Richard, what you got for us, man? Thank you for calling us on the Sports Hangover. What's going on, Gus? So yeah. I wanted to ask you. Give me. I saw an article the other day. I think Canal Street Chronicle said it, or something about a, a nightmare scenario from Peter King's uh, draft board. Okay. I want to ask you what could happen tomorrow that for you would make you be like, no, 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 please, not that. And then come <laughs> Friday, you, you'll start off the show with, well, so, yeah, that happened. I would say for me, and again, it's just me, I just really don't want to see the Saints reach, trade up, move up for one of the quarterbacks. And it's not that I don't have – Faith that they'll be good. I mean, those guys could, you know, one of them could turn out to be an all-pro. I'm just looking mm-hmm. at the needs that you sort of have right now. And my worst-case scenario would be kind of sticking to your best player available, yet ignoring. I just, I, I, just, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I just don't see, actually, a scenario, Richard, where... One of the, some of these guys' names that we've been mentioning isn't going to be there at 16 right. or at 19. I just don't see it because of some of the other needs of other teams, A. And B, when Chris Olave might possibly be available in that ballpark of 15 to 20, call it. Dude, he is really good. Like, he's good. Like, he's starting. He's going to help you. He can come in now. He has a relationship with Michael Thomas. It's, I mean, right now, like, that is a solid pick. I'm convinced of it. No way. I'd be shocked if that guy doesn't turn out to be, at the very least, a, a very good number two receiver. Okay? Like, he he's that good. Mm-hmm. And right. if, if he's in there to all of these mock drafts, now I know all these mock drafts are how different people view needs, takes, and how they score and all that. I get all of that. But my point is, a lot of these names seem to be in that ballpark. So my worst case scenario would be reaching. Reaching. Reaching, especially, like, say, for positions that you could have helped yourself. Like, my worst case is these guys 
go 16 and 19, combine it, trade it, move up, and get a quarterback. That would be my, that's my nightmare scenario. It just is. And again, I'm not, Kenny Pickett could be fantastic, but you're, if you're doing that for Malik Willis, I'm going to call them fools. And he may turn out to be, you know, a Hall of Fame quarterback. He absolutely may well. That's, you know, that's the risk you take, but they're in anybody, anybody that says that guy's starting in a year, maybe even possibly two. Like there's, he, he's a, project gonna have to build around him to his needs and that's what i'm just saying like i look at the saints i look how they're built i look what they have i see what's coming back i see what haven't what we haven't seen like peyton turner and others like i just it it not only wouldn't make sense it it's it's almost borderline malpractice like if you wouldn't get a receiver lineman d tackle safety at 16 and 19 it's almost malpractice. Like, why would you do that with this team? If I'm the Panthers, if I'm the Falcons, I got no identity. I don't even know who my quarterback's going to be in a year or two. Absolutely. Build around those guys. Do that. Get some, you know, fan base excited. That is not where the Saints are. I, I literally honestly believe the Saints are a team that can win the division. I, I, I legitimately believe so. So by taking two picks, that can help you at two positions of need that will be good players at 16 and 19, not reaches of, hey, we'll just need to get the best receiver. Like, Chris Olave, 16 and 19, is one of the best players available. Like, you know, on the bottom of the screen on ESPN or NFL, you'll always have some analyst best players still on the board. I promise you right. around that time, Richard, those names will he's, be there. He's going like, to yeah. gonna be there. That's what I'm saying. Um so, so that's kind of why I feel that way is that I, I think that I, my, if I had to come up with a worst case nightmare scenario is that because dude, you are absolutely reaching and you better be darn sure that, that those guys are, are going to be, I mean, when I say darn sure, darn sure that that's, and I just, again, I don't see that the case when your head coach goes to Malibu to try to get Michael Thomas on board. And that's what it is. Let's be honest. That's what that's what it is. You know? Let's go have a chit chat. I love it. I love it. Michael probably wants to know are we rebuilding or what we doing here? Right? He's one of your better players. As a head coach, I want to know how you're feeling. Are you healthy? You doing what you need to do? Are you on board? You know, where's your mind right? I mean we need you. You're our guy. And then you saw since then he's been active on social media. You saw him at the Pelicans game. So that's what it was. It was a recruiting trip, one way, shape, or form. And I get it. The guy hadn't played in two years, essentially. So you're not doing that, though. And then walking in the building and telling people, hey, everybody, meet our new quarterback in about three years, maybe. That this just that. So that's why I'd say, to me, that would be a nightmare. Like, that would be a, they know something that I don't know. (laughs) Like, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I just go by the what makes sense. Now, look, could they take um, you know, a D tackle? I think that works. Build on your strengths. Go an offensive lineman. That's sixteen. Absolutely, you need a left tackle. You probably need some more depth there as well. Uh, but to me, receiver and even safety. Again, if if one happens to be there in Hamilton, who would probably be your best one at that spot. But I just, man, that nightmare's the only nightmare scenario I can think of. You? About, yeah, I, I, I would say so. I am, I am truly tired of the um, <clears throat> experts 
saying that we should go after a quarterback. I I don't know if you listen to uh, Moscone after you, but he's repeatedly said we're a better team right now than the team that finished last season. That was basically one game out of the playoffs. So if you're if you were that close, if you were that close, and you're reasonably healthier now, why spend a pick, a premium pick? On a, on a quarterback in a draft where no one is sure about these guys, and he he's going to sit. You're, you're, you're going to sit him. Like, I mean, God forbid you would have to use him if something happened to Jameis, but, you know, it it just defies logic. Mm-hmm. You, you're right. It defies logic. That, that, that's my nightmare scenario as well. I don't want to hear of us trading up because if yeah. we trade up, then I'm really going to get scared. Here- I want us to sit. And, it, and, and and take a receiver, take a D lineman, take a tackle if one yeah. falls to us. Penning, I think, is the guy you like. That's what I'm hoping for. Look, if you're moving up, then I'm moving up for, like, Neil across. Like, I'm moving up for a surefire 10-year starter at left tackle. If I'm combining 16 yeah. and 19, right? And, and look, let's keep this in mind, too. I've seen a couple people mention it as well. Um, not just with the Saints, but other teams. There are stop, there's still a lot of names out there. And I know the LSU faithful would love to see Tyron Matthew, Jarvis Landry go in there. I, I think you could see post, you know, um, draft date signings or trades and things of that nature, not just with the Saints with them, but maybe those two players. I would, I would add this. I still think even if, if, if Landry comes or if it, I still go young receiver, I just, I, to me at 16 and 19, one of those guys, I'm still going receiver. That's me. Absolutely. But I'm, you know. Yeah, we'll talk about it Friday. Yeah, we will. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate it. Final segment, um, about 25 minutes away. Got another one to come in here as well with Sean Fox from, um, up in Monroe, Monroe, Louisiana. See how his uh, trip to Disney went last week there as well. And how is he feeling as a Super Saints fan? Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-717-4599. That's 800-717-4599. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment. Call 800-717-4599. That's 800-717-4599. 800-717-4599. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Now I look at Ron Rivera and I look at the commanders and I say, Carson Wentz, was he just a placeholder? Because there's a part of me that looks at Taylor Heineke and I'm thinking, man, I kind of like what I see from Taylor Heineke more so than what I see from Carson Wentz. I see the influence in how Taylor Heineke fights for it and I see the way other people don't respond to Carson Wentz. That makes me worried about his leadership. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. 
At Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center, we're improving the health and well-being of the region one person at a time. And this means more tea times, more play time, more time to do good, more fast time, and more once upon a time. Isn't it time you started living your best life? Change starts here at Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. It is. How do we wait for that intro there? Mr. Sean Fox from up there in Monroe, Louisiana. As always, appreciate the time. Uh, how you doing there, buddy? Well, if I wasn't broke enough getting back from Disney, you know how they say things go in three? Mm-hmm. Well, I spent all that money. Uh, I get back Tuesday. Uh, got a flat yesterday, and nice. uh, now Gus, I'm doing the show from home because the AC went out. No. So I was talking to the AC guy when y'all trying to go no. in. So yeah, no. you know no. that's life. <sighs> do, do we have a sponsor on, the, hey, on hey, your listen, show on Fox I'm and Friends? New, or, oh, we could just call it Fox and the Cooling Company. How about that? How about how about Goose and the Fox start a podcast and we yeah. get some great sponsors in North and yeah. South Louisiana yeah, that, that happen to do air conditioning? Right? Is that that would help? <laughs> oh no, dude! Yeah. I had to do that two years ago. I bit the bullet. Thank goodness I did, though. I mean, it makes a I big difference. I think it's minor. I, I think. I hope. No. I hope. Oh. I hope. Well, but I'm not a parent, man, which is why I called somebody. So. <laughs> do, do, do you need to go? You're, you're good for a few minutes? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good for, for a few minutes. Well, well, here's the good thing about it. I'm glad you, you said it goes in threes normally because you're right, which means that the Saints won't bleep up tomorrow and go quarterback at number five and do all that. So I, that makes me feel better. I don't know. Is there some set of, sense of, you know, because, again, you're the guy with the plastic bag on your head, right? I mean, you I, recommended I to get to – yeah, you did. You you said get your plastic bags ready at the beginning of the season. So is there some part of you that fears that this team will use 16 and 19 and move up for Pickett or Willis? Sure. Uh, I mean, that <laughs> – You said that so easily. But I I also dreamed last night that we stayed home and still picked ticket and got the Notre Dame safety Hamilton in. Yeah, I don't know if I love it or hate it. I think there could be worst case scenarios than that. Gus, my fear, my fear really is this, and I mentioned this uh, yesterday, and I can't remember which draft analyst that I had on. But the the one thing I just don't want the Saints to do, it's not a quarterback. It's not just it's just like I hate the quarterbacks. That's not true. If one of those guys fall to sixteen or nineteen, so be it. But this team needs a starting tackle. This team desperately needs wide receivers. It could use an upgrade at tight end. Needs some safety help. It probably wouldn't hurt to have some interior defensive line help. What I'm saying is it's more than just one player. Wait, now I think the core is good and can be competitive, but I still think there's some holes on this team. I honestly don't want to draft, trade up to draft anybody of any position. I want to stay home or trade back and get more players. Mm. So it's interesting. Which means they will trade up and draft an offensive well, line. That is what, well, and that's fine. Yeah. If you're going to do that, then give me Cross or, or give me Neil, right? I mean, like, go up and go. If you're going to move up and use both of those picks, where you could get in a, a receiver and another lineman or something like that or a safety, then, then then it better be a guy that, you know, is gonna, do you think is going to start for 10 years, and that's fine. I'm okay with that if that's the case. Um, look, there, there's, you know, 
I, to me, just receiver, dude. I, I, I love Charles Davis's NFL.com's mock draft today. He has yep. Penning going at 16, Alave at 19. I, and I know there's a lot of Saints fans. You wanted him too. I remember you. Go get him, to, you know, with, 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 you know, Jarvis Landry. And look, he came and visited the team. So they know we where. like to see. Yeah. I, I hear you. If, even if they would have signed him, I'm still going receiver, right? Because I go back yes. to 2009, Sean. Colston, Meacham. More. I mean, like, you, you had three or four received every. Like, you had, you had options. So, I still think if Landry would have signed, or they eventually signed him, because he hadn't signed anywhere yet, I, I'm still going, I, I, I just got like a, a bit of a shiver here. Can you imagine Thomas, Landry, Olave as your three? Gus, I'm, I'm going to kind of echo your sentiment. And this is, I guess, my hot take of the day. I would be perfect. Like, there would be no outburst. There'd be no anger. There'd be no me throwing things and putting bags on my head. Mm-hmm. Paper, not plastic, because, you know, let's, let's be honest, that was probably not that, one of the probably wasn't things, smart. No, it wasn't. No. Um, if they went 16 and 19 with wide receiver or 16 or 19 in wide receiver round two, I would be perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. This has been the blind spot minus Thomas. Mm-hmm. Minus Colston, which they, I don't want to say they lucked into because obviously they did the research to get him in the seventh round. But this has been the blind spot of this organization for quite some time. And Dude. yes, I know they've got Traquan Smith and they've got, they've got a lot of potential. I think they've got a lot of good three, four, and five guys, but you need that number two solidified. And if Michael Thomas misses more time, you need somebody who could potentially be that one. So I, I think they, to your point, I think I would not be. Uh, West, I mean, I would not be surprised if they got two wide receivers and still acquired yeah. a veteran wide receiver. No, throw him out there. No, absolutely. You yeah. got to have that here as well because, again, even if it's the veteran receiver or Thomas, again, the, the beauty of getting a rookie receiver is you got him four or five years in the first round. So, hey, can I, can I, can I, can I, t- can I stop you and tell you something? How mm-hmm. refreshing this is. You're going to love this. Mm-hmm. So you gush, you go to the gym every day. I mean, I do. You may not look like it, just like well, me. I would I go, go to that the gym far. Every day I mean, there's, and, there's and I may not fil- look, look like it. There's but... certain filters that absolutely will enhance. I mean, I yeah, I can make it look like I do. Well, there's certain things that make a lot of things enhance. So that's a story for another day. It is. But that's also sponsorship, by the way, for you. If you need yeah, more money it, for, it is. you know, I, will, I, I am not too proud to promote anything. <laughs> um, Hi, I'm Sean Fox. I have ED, whatever. I don't care. Okay, whatever it takes, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, I need, I got Disney World and air conditions to pay for. <laughs> um, it is so nice to be stopped at the gym and be asked about, and, and not that I don't love these things I do, but it's what I spend most of my time talking about, LSU football, Saints football. To actually be stopped and talked about the Pelicans mm-hmm. is such a refreshing thing. I, I mean, watching all this momentum happen, like you talked to me months ago, what's going on? Gus, nobody cares. Well, Sean, Gus, I can tell you, it's very different. Mickey Loomis this morning spoke, and he actually said, now this is the Saints general manager, that more people have talked to him this week about the Pelicans in the draft. John DeShazer, I, who works for the Saints, we had him on yesterday. He said, game six, it's game six Thursday. Oh, 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 and the draft is happening. And the Saints have two first round picks. Like, you're, you're, you're absolutely yep. on the money. The Saints general manager today said more people are talking to him about the Pelicans than the Saints this week. I, I probably spent an hour of the three hours combined talking about the Pelicans yesterday. And I, I was like, I'm sorry, draft talk, draft talk. I, I, like, let's talk about this team. 
you, you've convinced me. You tried to sell me earlier. I was that jaded girl. I didn't want to buy in. I love. I flipping love this team. Love them, and and it's it's obviously not just me. They've turned into one of the greatest, uh, best atmospheres in the NBA. I mean, what's it is the over the last three weeks that is the best environment in basketball, and I don't even think it's close. And yeah, it, it, it all it takes is a spark to get a fire going. I can I can promise the folks down there, it's not just the nine eight five and the five zero four. The three one eight is loving the Pelicans. Yeah. It's not refreshing to talk about. No, it is. Um, along those lines, did, did you happen to see, because I know you like to watch certain things on, on Twitter. Um, oh. Appropriate or not appropriate? Both. But okay. I know you saw this video. I did. I, just, I haven't seen your, your commentary on it. The Chris Paul left elbow jumper. Oh, my right foot just happened to extend and go into the unmentionables of Jose Alvarado. Did you see that? That was just a reflex from him apparently getting okay. punched somewhere. So his reflex just went to the oh. mommy daddy region. Yeah, okay. it's totally I, I normal you. play. Just like just like Herb Jones, just he's just a he's just a jerk and went and pushed CP3 because CP3 didn't do anything to him right, right. before. It's never it's never happened. I was just I was just wondering if you're going to talk about that on your show because I, I, so I, I don't I, think I don't think they're in his head because that's not fair. Like CP3 is too old and too good to say that it, that they are in his head. But he's it frustrated. Is clear. It is clear that they are agitating the hell out of him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but so that wasn't a basketball move to you. <laughs> Much like me and my air conditioner, right? Okay, now. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. All right. Um, give me your worst case scenario. I had a caller, Richard, just asked me, so I'm gonna, you know, thank you for the show prep here, Richard. Uh, he just called last segment. What would be my worst case scenario? I said my worst case scenario is trading 16 and 19 to move up, like uh, Maurice Jones drew. Put on his mock draft on Friday to ten and getting Matt Corral. <laughs> exactly. If they trade for quarterback using ten and sixteen, again, I don't see it. But that's my worst case scenario. What's what's your worst case scenario tomorrow? You well, how long have we talked about it? I don't hate these quarterbacks, and I, I know everybody says it's not a good class. Like we say that all the time. There's going to be some good quarterbacks come out of this. It might not look the best going into it like last year's class or year before. There's going to be some good players. But I'd rather sit at home and take two guys at 16 or 19 than trade up to get anybody but especially a quarterback. That is worst-case scenario. I believe in Jameis. Let's put some weapons around him and and let's roll. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. No, I I think you're you're good on that. I will say this. I, I, I will... I've used it to put you at at ease, right? Um, I think there's enough history with enough of the principal characters in that building that I think you can make certain assertions, if not observations. Like, mm-hmm. right? So, Sean, I would start with this. This organization's as prepared as any in the NFL, right? I mean, under yep. Sean Payton's tutelage, but the front office. I think Jeff Ireland added to that there as well, even though Roy, super fan of the Miami Dolphins, can't stand him. Maybe he grew up and learned and it was different. Maybe he was the owner. Now we've seen, right? But you look at these drafts. Look, I know 17 seems to be the pinnacle one that everyone talks about. If Peyton Turner becomes a starter when, when you know, Cam Jordan's days are gone and he becomes Worth somebody. It. I mean, you got Werner, you got a Debo. Those two are starters. Werner's played so good. They're not resigning, apparently, at least looks like right now. Yeah, you know, Quan. yeah, Quan Alexander, which is huge because that guy makes a difference. So that ought to Love tell it. you how yeah. good they're happy with him. So 
look, I, I just, I trust that they, they've done their homework. They, this organization has plan A, B, C, and D for every step. So I think they have their eyes on people. I think they know exactly what they need. And I don't think they think they're that far. Who's shilling for you these days? Mr. Mr. Optimistic with the same. And you know me. And you know me. I know. This is so (laughs) off-brand. I'm confused. I'm a little confused by your motives here. That is is a perfect way to put it. That's exactly right. But that's what I'm saying, dude. You know this. I've said it on your show, right, weeks ago. NFC South champions. I'm going to go best-case scenario. Mm -hmm. Your favorite player who hasn't played this year, listen to this. Not only do we get Zion playing basketball, Red zone specialist for the Saints next year. Okay. You know Double what? Dipping. That, that's... Double dipping. He must be getting hot in the Sean Fox household because so you're, you're, you're getting delirious because they, they, they won't put him in the basketball game and now you want him to play football, huh? I want, look, we got to make this money back. Look, he, yeah, he missed a, he missed a full year. We need at least eight games of football to make up for it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, We've seen stranger things like Taysom Hill becoming a tight end this year. So, <laughs> I mean, they are really they're really going with that experiment. <laughs> so I'm I'm all for it. I, why not? And don't say he's a left tackle. You're mean. Hey, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, if anybody would like to help, Sean, do you have a like a, a what do you call, Venmo or you know I'm PayPal? At this point, I've got everything. I might, and by the oh. time it's all said and done, I might have an OnlyFans. I was going. That was literally going to be the next thing I was going to ask you. You might as well just go ahead and start the OnlyFans. You know, what I mean, I hope you like weird feet. Yeah. Wow. On that note, yeah. that is all the time yep. we have. Yeah, yeah. I will talk to you on Friday. Hopefully, I won't be despondent in three bourbons in. Oh, by the way, I'll be an early show, so just a heads up. Again, I never yeah. know when you're on. I, I never I know either. when you are on. You Why? Because I have to. Thank you, okay, Sean. I appreciate the time. <laughs> there it goes. Oh, I love it. No, no, it's good. Well, I believe me. There he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Fox. That Fox 4 Sports Talk trying to fix his air conditioner at the same time. That's why I love this show, man. You develop good friendships uh, with people all around the state and city. It's good stuff. Just real normal people. All right. Quick break. We come back. How is this the last segment already of the show? Um, but I guess it is. So, buddy, take us away. We'll be back on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Well, you can have your gold and your diamonds, too. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985 868 0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. 
time is measured in minutes. But life is measured in moments. And your mom was there for all your biggest moments. His mom is my wife. Bobby is my son. Mother's Day is coming. The Together Forever Diamond Pendant is perfect for Mother's Day. $169.299 all the way to $1,695. I love you to the moon and back is also perfect for Mother's Day. At just $99 each, you can get one for yourself. And one for your mom, too. We also have them for $149 and $499. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. Or... Or what? Or we have hundreds of other perfect gifts for Mother's Day. Like a pair of big diamond stud earrings. They always fit and they never go out of style. And you get full value forever when you trade up for a larger pair. Only at Ramsey's. The largest diamond store in Louisiana is Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers. On veterans between Bonneville and West End in Metairie. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Sean texting me, good news. Good news. Just needed free on. A couple hundred bucks. Not a couple of thousand with the new unit, but you know that's coming. You know that's coming. Um, With the spring. It's been gorgeous. It was 64 degrees this morning. It's going to be 69 tonight. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Going to warm up a little bit to the 80s over the weekend, but... Any day you don't have high humidity, you absolutely enjoy. Get on outside and enjoy it here as well. We took the long dog walk and the bike walk yesterday with the little guy. And uh, I plan on going outside as soon as this show is done and get some work done. Don't forget tomorrow we will be over at Francesca's Deli by Katie's. It is on Harrison 515 Harrison West End. And Canal Boulevard's right in the middle of those two main thoroughfares. So it's super easy to get to. Um, we'll be there from 12 to 3. And then that kicks off Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Meaning there's three restaurants. Katie's, Mid-City. You know where that's at. I just told you about Francesca's in Lakeview. And then Bienvenue on Dickery in Harahan. So we'll be alternating Thursdays throughout those restaurants. We'll let you know plenty of time where we'll be. So stop on in, have fun, have some eats, talk a little sports. I'll always have an extra handheld mic or headset for you if you want to chime in, give your takes and opinions. Always love meeting and hanging out uh, with everybody. So super excited uh, about that. So thank you, Scott, for having us. And we will be there tomorrow as we get ready for the NFL draft and game number six. Speaking of, I just I'll play it just so you can kind of hear, you know, from their side. Um. Mikael Bridges, 31 points. Chris Paul. Great. We needed it. We needed it uh, from everybody. You know what I mean? Kale, I didn't even know he had 31. But uh, he's more than capable of that. And, you know, doing it both ways, which he didn't did it all season long for us. C.J. McCollum on Bridges' game. I thought he was aggressive. Um, he had some threes. He attacked closeouts. Got a lot of his points in transition. But credit credit their team for playing well. And B.I. on Bridges. Um, He was himself, you know. Um. I gotta be better. We gotta be better at game planning, but, um, he, he, coming off curls, shooting the three ball back into the rim. He was, he was active, um, more than any game this series. He was, he was, um, it meant something to them tonight. They came out and they hit first tonight and they had a sense of urgency and, um, they were, they were very, very physical tonight. Uh, no doubt. And here's head coach Willie Green on Bridges. He was big. Um, they, I mean, barely took him off the floor. He played 40, almost 47 minutes. A yep. big game. And, uh, you know, look, give them credit. They did what they needed to do on their home floor. We're headed back to New Orleans. And, um, 
will be ready to play. And, and you heard him say that. You heard B.I. mention the start of the game. Willie Green mentioned the slow start of the game. I, I thought they, they did a good job of coming out um, playing desperate. Um, they played hard. They competed Phoenix Suns and – you know, to start the game, it was physical, and they kind of knocked us on our heel, heels early. Um, we did a better job throughout the rest of the game, but just to start, we have to be better. Look, I, I do not think that the Pels didn't show up to play or didn't match the intensity or, or expecting not to. This is game five. You, you're Like, again, you might get a... a, a an adjustment here or there, which you saw yesterday. Monty Williams going with some more bigs, playing some more guys on the bench. And, like, flat out, they just had guys that showed up. But what they learned yesterday was what in the playoffs, while they did experience it a bit in the play-in, which actually they might have been the team that the Suns were last night against the Clippers and to close out the Spurs, but in the postseason – to get to the game to close them out, and then the closeout game is almost the hardest one to win. Game four. It goes up a notch. It simply goes up a notch. And you have to be ready. Though, no. CJ knows this, and again, I, it stinks they went one for eight. He's better than that from distance. He, he missed a lot of shots yesterday. BI, I know he can make more than one three a ball game. We've seen him. And that's the thing. He still had 20 points. There, there's 30 right there. I mean, they, you can see it in the game. They can make 30 apiece. CJ McCollum's going to have to, you know, get that offensive of game. I think tomorrow, if that happens, that'll help. Because you, you got that sense and feeling watching the game yesterday. It's like, where's this offense coming from? Where, who's going to make those buckets and shots? Let's see if Jose Alvarado can sort of do that as well tomorrow. And um, and of course, you, you can make a difference. I'm all in for watching a game seven. I am all in for Game 7. So let's get to that point. Got to take care of Game 6. Tomorrow we'll get you as ready as we can. Larry Holder, Sean Fazan from Fox 8, Larry Holder from The Athletic. We're going to talk to Carlos Medina in Atlanta about the Panthers, I mean, the Falcons, Chris McLean about the Panthers, Leo about the Bucks, and, of course, everywhere else too as well. So uh, that's just for starters. Come on out. Hang out with us. Francesca's Deli by Katie's, 515 Harris in between West End and Canal Boulevard. 12 to 3, kicking off our Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Super excited about it. Tomorrow's the first one. So come on out, have a little lunch, and hang out with us. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And hope to see you tomorrow, draft day, game six. It's a sports hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Yeah.